0: to Carmen and Yurko. Live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio.
1: On WMVP, WSAT HD2, Chicago.
0: This is ESPN 1000, a good karma brand's radio station. And away we go. Happy Thursday. Carmen and Yurk live in our old National Bank State Street Studios on Twitch today and every day. Yurk goes off today. Midway Jeff Meller sitting in. We kick off the show with football, which we've done pretty much every day this week because the Bears went to training camp this week.
1: Yeah. uh, When the Bears are back. They take precedence because this s- is not just a football do. town, but a football
0: country. We're in love with our football. Yeah, Sorry. we really are. And so uh, we are pleased to start the show on this beautiful Thursday afternoon with the head coach of your Chicago Bears. Matt Eberflus. joins Carmen and Yurko now on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Coach, thank you for joining us. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks for having me on today. Couple practices uh, in the books. by the way, nice touch yesterday you guys having the Highland Park football team out of there. saw a lot of that on social media. How'd that all come together to get the football team out to watch you guys practice.
2: Yeah, that was great. We had a community day and we decided to invite uh, the Highland Park football team in um, and it was a special moment. you know we had those guys with our you know with our with our uh, staff and with the players. And it was really cool to get those guys together and take a picture. And really, more importantly than that, was to get them to meet the players and get a chance to visit and talk for a few minutes, um, you know, without everything that's gone on, you know, in recent recent here. So it was really, really cool. Nice touch. Coach,
1: now that you've had a few months to kind of figure out what's going on and it's your first training camp, there's that age-old adage, you don't know what you don't know. So I'm curious, having now that you're setting your training camp and you're establishing things, is there something that you can share with us that uh, you didn't quite realize was perhaps a, a football head coach's duties until you're actually doing it?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, you kind of uh, talk talk to the guys that you've been around, and some of your guys that are head coaches that are friends, and they and they tell you certain things about you know the public relations side of it. That's always a big part of it, and really just the organization side of it. You know, that's a big part of the job. You know, with setting schedules and setting everything um, in advance so everybody can be organized. Uh, to really get a good product on the field so really just those two things and then you know besides that you know really just trying to learn the players you know learn them as men uh, learn their skill set what they do for the Chicago Bears and then just trying to build our football team but uh, yeah I would
0: say those two things. Can you provide us an update on Lucas Patrick we know that he had to be helped off the field today during practice Uh, how was your center?
2: yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll assess that as we get going here. there's They're doing everything right now with the testing and all that. so we'll we'll see where he is. Uh, again, I don't have the full answers on that that's that this happened today. so he, I saw that he left uh, with a couple of periods into it. So we'll see where how, he is. How about Tevin Jenkins,
0: too coach? was that uh, was he not practicing for a specific reason today?
2: Yeah, he woke up with something. So we'll see where it is uh, and see where he is, you know, from yesterday. And it was, you know, nothing too alarming, but we'll see we'll see where he is, too. I got to get uh, the medical report right here after the after the call. So we'll see.
0: Matt Eberflus, the head coach of the Bears, joining Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Are you confident that when you start the season, Roquan Smith will have the green dot on the back of his helmet playing middle linebacker for you guys?
2: Well, you know, I'm, I'm confident in this, that he's a pro, and he's going to get himself prepared and ready to go. Um, and when those details get worked out, they will get worked out. You know, I can't put a time frame on that. I don't know the answer to that. That's looking into a crystal ball. But uh, I do know this. He's a pro football player. He's a Chicago Bear. And, and he's a darn good football player. So we're excited to have him on our football team, and, uh, and that's where we are.
1: Bears head coach Matt Eberflus joining us right now on Carmen and Yurko. Jeff Miller in for Yurko. All right, coach, I'm going to correct or at least follow up on Carmen's question Uh there because he said what we're used to saying in Chicago, Bears middle Middle linebacker linebacker. Roquan Smith. And I know that you coached a very talented playmaker in Indianapolis, (laughs) Shaquille, a.k.a. Darius Leonard, and some folks are curious as to whether or not Roquan might actually be a better fit at that will spot. I'm curious. Can I'm, you, curious too, actually, I'm curious too. I'm curious. Can you pur- provide some clarity is he for will? us?
2: Well, I, w- I will say this. You know, in this uh, similar defense that we run, you know, you got Derek Brooks of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, you have, you know, we just talked about uh, Leonard at, at Indianapolis. You know, we had a lot of good ones. You know, throughout the course of history, I had Sean Lee when I was in when I was in Dallas. So we've had some good ones there. Lance Briggs was the, mm. was the will linebacker here and uh you know it's it's a it's a really good spot to be in you know it's a playmaking spot and so was the mike and you guys saw that in erlocker you know those those two linebackers in in our defensive scheme really make a lot of plays and and they really do a lot of production you know for our football team
0: when did roquan get hurt coach
2: you know i don't know i don't know i think it was, i i really don't know i can't answer that i didn't ask him exactly when it was um you know it's just he's on pup And there's nothing we can really do right now until he comes off of that. And that will be up to him and the training staff.
0: And are you at least relieved that, you know, regardless of what we know, there are things going on. This is part of football. It's part of the business. It's part of the stuff that you guys have to deal with. Are you happy that he's at least there with you guys in the rooms, learning the defenses, like doing all the things he can do, even if he doesn't practice this training camp?
2: Absolutely, 100. You know he's here, engaged, being a pro, uh, helping the young guys. And really, this is an opportunity. I think I said it in the, in the press conference either yesterday or the day before. That uh, it's really an opportunity for the backups to get you know quality reps because we all know in the NFL season, you know, guys go down for a game or two at whatever position it is. Man, we got to make sure we're prepared with our with the guys that are backing them up, and they got to step in and fill in there and do a great job. So we're getting that training right now. We're all hopeful that
0: uh, the Bears as a franchise finally found their quarterback of the future. As you've evaluated Justin Fields, when you watch him, what does he do exceptionally well that you like?
2: Yeah, so, you know, the, the one thing that just jumps off when you, when you ask that question is, man, he can throw a mean deep ball. That guy can throw, and he's, he had a couple today, uh, just a, some big chunk plays down the field. You know, if, he, if it's a big box fade or if it's, it's, a, it's a vertical route going right down the middle of the field and, or, you know, a comeback, he can really throw those things, and we're going to use that. You know, he's, he's talented that way. That's an innate ability for him, and we're going to use that skill set.
0: How much do you think he'll play in the preseason?
2: Uh, We're going to play all of our guys, and uh, we're going to play, you know, we haven't decided the exact number. Uh, We're going to go by quarters, go by number. We haven't decided that yet. We're talking that through right now, but, yes, we're going to play our guys. That's good
0: to know. Some coaches choose to do it differently. They don't want guys to get hurt, but you do. It sounds like you're serious about having the guys play a little bit and get some run in those three games.
2: Yeah, we need to get some. We need to get some. Uh, you know, really, the the units got to gel. We got to get them in there and live bullets. We got to make sure we can tackle. We got to make sure we can finish blocks and, and finish the runs the right way. Uh, you know, get our reads down and get our progressions down. So, it's it's a big part for our whole football team. We want to see how we operate, and that's going to be a big part of our evaluation going forward.
1: Coach, is the goal to make the playoffs this season?
2: Yeah, you know, I don't put goals on, you know, on the, you know, obviously our goal is to win the Super Bowl every single year. Uh, but in terms of uh, where we are right now, we're just taking one day at a time. And really what we try to do is do the ordinary, extraordinary day in and day out. And that's what we're trying to do uh, here at practice every single day.
0: How do you convey that to your team, coach? Because, look, I mean, there's always outside noise. What And you oh, you could look at projections. Oh, they only project us to have four wins or six wins. Like, what? How, how do you deal with that as a head coach when you talk to your team?
2: I would just say stay in the process. You know, really, it's it's about anything. As a performer, it doesn't matter if you're performing in any sport. You have to uh, put yourself through the stress uh, uh, and strain of practice first before you step on the stage. And that's what we're focusing on right now. And, you know, then, be, then the, the stage or the game or whatever the sport may be becomes easier because you have a process to it. And you've already put yourself through the stress and the strain of practice. And that was my main message to him today. And, uh, again, we've only got two practices under our belt and man, we got a lot of work to do and we're excited about that work coming forward.
0: Bears head coach, Matt Eberflus joining us, Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Jeff Miller's in for Yurk today. Uh, internally, do you guys have a pretty good idea about a starting five? I mean, and forget about injuries, I guess right now, but just do you have a pretty good idea about uh, a starting five across your offensive line?
2: You know, we're just letting that play out. You know, we we want to put the guys in position and let the cream rise to the top. And those five guys will reveal themselves to us. Um, You know, certainly do we like a few guys right now? Yeah, we like several guys right now. But we're not – we really don't know that answer. And we're working every day uh, to figure out what the best combination is of those guys are. Um, So you'll see during the course of training gap, a camp will slide guys in, slide guys out. We're doing that more really just to find the first five, number one, but also to find some position flex. Who's going to be our swing tackle? Who's going to be our second center? Who's going to be the other guy that can slide inside and play guard for us either side? So it's it's an important evaluation as we know the offensive line is a critical piece to a winning football team.
1: Coach, I saw on the Bears' Instagram page the other day, I saw, I think it was Luke Patrick come into an offensive meeting, and uh, Luke Getzey asked for the belly button, and he gave you guys the belly button. And then (laughs) I saw you on video kind of snicker. But I wonder, you mentioned performers there in that last answer. I'm curious, is it weird to be the head coach of a football team, but also have all these cameras around you guys producing content? Is that something that you never really thought about when you eventually did land this job?
2: Well, you know, and, and prior stops, we've had the cameras around uh, quite a bit, and, and that's okay, yeah, um, and that's part of it. You know, you want your fans to be able to have access to your football team. They love the Chicago Bears, and we want them to have some access to see us operate, and um, I don't see a problem with that, and that's that's all part of it. You know, this is a fan-based game. It's a player's game, and we got to continue to do that as long as it's, you know, Um, you know, not infringing on it, you know, a personal conversation or something you might have with a player or another staff member. I I see no problem with it. You
0: guys were, when you were in Indy last year, you guys were the mid season hard knocks, right? I mean, so you're, you probably are a little bit accustomed to dealing with the cameras being in your face. Yeah, it was.
2: It was. I thought it was good. I really did. You know, I think when you have a close football team, and you know, we're starting to gel with that right now, and, and guys that respect each other, and guys that really work hard. If you have those two things, you want to put those things on display, and that's what we're building here with the Chicago Bears. You're a defensive coach. What What is it like when,
0: you know, you're you're getting into this job, you're digging in in the late winter, early spring, and the general manager approaches you and says, Coach, we've got to talk about something. I I think we're going to trade Khalil Mack. I mean, we all know how good Khalil Mack is. It also probably makes a lot of sense for you guys as a football team, considering where you are right now. But as a defensive coach, what is that conversation like?
2: You know, when you look at it and everything's presented to you, you look at a long view. You know, and you say, what's best for the Chicago Bears at that time? You know, and certainly Khalil's a great player and he's been a great player in the league for a long time, but it made sense for us. And we decided as ownership, GM, and head football coach that that was the best move going forward for the Chicago Bears. And we were all in on it, and we're excited where that's going. It's going to really help us in the future for sure. You've been coaching this league for a long time, but have you thought about
0: September 11th being on that sideline? You guys open at home um, being the head coach now, like, have you thought about whether it's some anxiousness, some butterflies, just the feelings that you might have come September 11th?
2: Yeah, just really focusing on the preparation uh, for that day. You know, and that's one day at a time, and, and we can't waste a day. You know, if that's preparation for the game, in-game management, uh, working with the offense and defensive coordinator, that's a day-to-day operation that we do. And we are certainly discussing all those things every single day to prepare for that first game.
1: Coach, how much oversight do you envision having on the offense? You obviously are a defensive coach, and we've seen some head coaches—they're a little more hands-off with their offenses when they uh, cut their teeth on the defensive side of the ball. But to my point about the Bears' Instagram, you're in the meetings the other day. So, how much oversight and communication are you going to be having with Luke Getz, your OC?
2: Yeah, it's going to be a a, you know, obviously, you know, side by side communication, um, you know, for what the game plan looks like during the game week. You know, what does that look like? But. You know, it's always a game plan set up beforehand, but then you have to have in-game tactics. And I don't care if it's offense, of play caller, defensive play caller. You have to adjust and move and flex during the course of a game based on what you're seeing. And that's based on the, the information you're getting from not only me as a head football coach from my perspective, but also from the the assistants that are up in the box. And that's so important to have in-game tac, uh, tactics, man. you got to be able to change and adjust, and you got to win the football game. So we're excited to get that done.
0: But you believe in a pretty fair amount of, of autonomy for, for your offensive guys and, and your coordinators and things like that?
2: Yeah, I believe in that. I've, I've worked with so many good coaches, you know, from, you know, Coach Pinkle, you know, to Frank Reich, all those guys, you know, that mm-hmm. I've worked with always given me, you know, a full leeway to, to run my unit. And that's exactly what I'm going to do with Alan, uh, you know, Richard, you know, and Luke. And uh, certainly I'm going to be in there to, you know, give them advice and, and help them in any way that I can. And certainly the style of play. Is going to be the right way because that's what we're going to do as the Chicago Bears.
0: What do you uh, first two picks were defensive guys? What do you like uh, about Kyler Gordon and Jaquan uh, Brisker so far?
2: Yeah, I would just say first thing, I love the men. Um, You know, they they come from great families. uh, You know, strong background, and that's the first thing you look at. And those guys are quality, quality human beings, number one. So they make great teammates. You know, they're hard workers. You can trust them. And, man, they're smart. And And we're excited to have both those guys in our secondary. And really, the ball-hawking ability from both those guys has been outstanding. And that's one of the traits we look for uh, when we evaluate those defensive players.
1: You mentioned the ball-hawking ability. You had one of the best a few years back in Eddie Jackson currently on this roster, but the last couple of these seasons, he has not had an interception. Do you think he can get back to being that type of ball hawk in this defense?
2: Yeah, I sure do. I, I think that, it, you know, that's a contagious thing and it's something that you are uh, on top of every single day. And we're fanatical about that. He's really buying into that and we're excited about to see where he's going to go this year for sure. It's
0: a football starved and crazed town uh, coach. You know that this whole country is obsessed with football. We love to talk about quarterbacks, and we did ask you a little bit about Justin Fields. I'd ask you as we say goodbye, what's one thing, maybe in layman's terms, or just something that fans can look for to see during the season as you guys go on where we could all say, oh, yeah, Justin Fields is starting to get it? How do you know a quarterback starts to
2: get it? You'll just, you'll just see the command and the poise in the execution. That's what you'll see, and, and you'll see it down after down. That's what that's what we're looking for. All right, love it. By, sure. the,
0: by the way, we've heard you're you're quite the golfer. I can't imagine you have time to golf now that uh, training camp has started though. So,
2: does yeah, the game I, get rusty
0: in in the winter?
2: No, this I tell you what, this new job, man, my golf game slipped a little bit. I was a little bit busy. <laughs> it's so. got, it's um, got to. Yeah. You got to get a
0: simulator good. or something in the office, coach. No, no. <laughs> I never mix
2: football. I always rack my clubs up, man. I oh. never I never touched training camp starts i yeah. won't even
0: look at him i love the
1: commitment that's pretty great yeah. that's outstanding i want the head coach of my football team to be a great coach in the golf
0: game i love that second don't even look at him i love that commitment <laughs> coach we wish you all the best and uh, we appreciate the time today thanks for joining us all
2: right thanks for having me on guys I appreciate it there's matt
0: eberflus the head coach of the bears i genuinely do like that answer nope i lock him up when football season starts i don't got i heard he's just like a low single digit handicap call for uh, the, the way uh, yeah, be, you know what, Steve Spurrier I was played just way say. too much golf yes. in Washington. Yes. <laughs> the old uh, out at 4
1: p.m. and hit the hit yeah. the links.
0: He's like, okay, guys, we're going to be done early today because i got a tee time. You know? It's like, no, it doesn't work that way in the NFL. Spurrier's yeah. golf game never dipped, but I, it sounds like Eberfuss doesn't mind if his does. I love that. That's okay. Yeah. All right, anything uh, we want to react to? We didn't get much in terms of injury. I wasn't surprised. They are just finishing practice, so... Um, They don't have to release injury reports anyway, and Iberflus will not meet the general media today. They do it, they stagger it every other day. We tried to get a little something out of what happened with Lucas Patrick. That was kind of the bigger news. I mean, you're starting five today across the line was uh, Riley Reef was with the first team at left tackle. Then it was Whitehair. Patrick, which we all assume he's going to be your starting center. He was your big money free agent. Courtney Cronin talked about that yesterday with us. And then Mustafer and Boreham was at right. But Lucas Patrick had to be helped off the field. There was also uh, no Tevin Jenkins at practice. Apparently he was in the building but was not at practice today. And, and I think Coach said something about, yeah, he woke, woke up, up with yep. something that uh, prevented him from practicing today. So a uh, little bit of news there on some of the injuries. I
1: would say actually that answer, though, made it, was a little bit more encouraging. To hear that from the yeah, coach, now probably we'll
0: have to obviously see how significant it is, but
1: it maybe you know maybe it's reading too much into it, but I am actually a little more encouraged by that three
0: one two three three two three seven seven six. Anything Bears you want to talk about? We got a lot of fun stuff planned for the day. Lala's kicking off, so we'll do some uh, fun stuff around that. Black and Abdallah, of course, will be there as fans as part of the media. Um, they're going to talk about what they're looking forward to today. We've got those Sky tickets to give away. We'll do McKnight at the Movies, as we always do, at 1.30 every Thursday. Mellor's in for Yurko. We'll be right back.